welcome to this special episode of Worship on the Way to Work. We are in the midst of doing a series of special episodes celebrating various vocations. Today we want to honour small business owners. This could be entrepreneurs or someone running a family business. My name's Cara. And I'm Stephen. And we are here to encourage you and pray for you. Let's begin with Psalm 15. Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbor and casts no slur on others, who despises a vile person but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things will never be shaken. Small business ownership is close to my heart. I've run my own writing business for 29 years now. It's not hugely successful, but it (laughs) has been very satisfying. And my husband and I run a small home maintenance business, so we are aware of some of the struggles and pains, what it means to live by the vagaries of cash flow and the economy, and the challenge of seeking to represent Jesus. We also know the joys of small business ownership, the freedom that comes with it, and the opportunity to serve others. What about you, Stephen? Cara, my personal employment experience is within larger organisations or institutions, such as churches or schools or factories. But so many of my interactions with people is framed by small businesses. Everything from the local coffee shop I duck into on my way to work, The gardener who mows my lawns when it gets so out of control, my little lawnmower can't manage it. And in my own congregation, there are accountants, consultants and entrepreneurs, each engaging with the world in their own unique way. As I hear them talk about their work and their clients, they speak with a familiarity that shows personal care. Small business owners may not have the security of being in a large institution, but without them, our lives would be much the poorer. Our Bible reading for you is Proverbs chapter 31, verses 13 to 20, about the valiant woman of wisdom, sometimes mistranslated as a noble wife. It is thought to be a summary of the wisdom of Proverbs and applied to everyday life. But notice the connection between business, home and justice. Hear the word of the Lord. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings she plants a vineyard. 
She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. The UK-based Financial Times analysed the rise of faith in business and the concept of profits for a purpose. We will focus on two of the small business owners described in that article. Here's the first. We may have different reasons for starting a business, aptitude, family expectations, or recognising a need. For Sally Murray, it was more straightforward. She felt a prompting from God. Five years ago, she quit her job as a physiotherapist and relocated her family from suburban London to the quaint tourist village of Milford to set up an ice cream shop. A strong part of the motivation was her desire to help victims of human trafficking, a cause she attributes directly to her Christian faith. Quote, My go-to verse in the Bible is Proverbs 31. Speak up for those who have no voice. Ensure justice for all who are dispossessed, says 53-year-old Murray. To that end, Just Ice, which she runs with her husband Gavin, a former Baptist minister, currently employs two survivors of trafficking. Wherever possible, the pair also seek out suppliers who share the same ethos. However, the mission is more holistic than that. As her website describes, imagine a social enterprise where you have great fun making the best artisan ice cream you've ever tasted using only natural and fair trade ingredients. Imagine creating employment for people who have been exploited through trafficking and slavery, restoring their dignity and giving them hope and a future. Imagine a profit-for-purpose enterprise where the profits are used to enhance the lives of those who have experienced severe trauma. There is also Christian-themed ice cream for sale. The nativity features rich, creamy vanilla ice cream with chocolate stars scattered throughout and chocolate nativity characters made with fair trade Belgium chocolate. Yum! COVID-19 and long British winters have had their impact, yet Sally's sense of calling remains as strong as ever. As she reflects philosophically, because we have taken bigger risks and God has had to show up for us, I'd say our faith has actually grown. The second example is a Gloucestershire-based coffee roaster, Ethical Addictions. Motivated by the biblical injunction to love thy neighbour, the company's owners decided early on to circumvent the coffee industry's middlemen and instead source directly from farmers themselves. Their website describes their mission as, We buy direct from the farms, returning a much larger proportion of the price to the people who do the work to produce our great coffee. It fulfills Two key beliefs we hold that ethical business does not have to compromise on quality and doesn't have to be significantly more expensive for the consumer. It does, however, mean harder work for us 
and sticking to our principles. As Ian Meredith, Ethical Addictions co-owner and an evangelical Christian, explains, quote, We've been asked to love God and love our neighbor, and we need to live that out, whether that's as a member of the clergy or sweeping the roads or running a business, end quote. When looking to raise finance to support a recent expansion plan, he left investors in no doubt what they were buying into. Quote, I said that I'm not willing to answer you in three years' time why we've spent £10,000 on a water project instead of giving extra dividends. You need to know now we're just not having that conversation. End quote. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, quiet your mind and focus your heart, and let's pray. Think about any small business owners you know, and take this opportunity to name them. If you can't think of anyone, then picture the faces of people in your favourite local small businesses. We would love to pray for them now. Dear God, thank you for those who serve us in the world of small business. Thank you for those who work long hours and serve us well. Thank you for those who ride the roller coaster of the economy. Thank you for those who put up with difficult customers or confusing laws. Thank you for those who may be treated as servants or slaves, but continue to work with dignity. Thank you for those who invest so much more in their business, seeking to use it as a tool to honour you and serve others. May they know your pleasure in stewarding their part of your creation. Amen. Now imagine Jesus who himself was a small business owner for a couple of decades, working as a carpenter, tradesman in his village, and who dealt with other small business owners, particularly fishermen disciples, and who told stories about owners of vineyards and farms. How does this image of Jesus as a small business owner speak to you? Thank you that Jesus knew what it meant to work for others. Thank you that he knew what it meant to work hard with his hands. 
Thank you that he told stories about business owners, challenging the idea that our profits are our own. Thank you that his mission statement of opening the eyes of the blind and setting the oppressed free sets a vision for our approach to business. Thank you that he was a great steward of the gifts and passions that you gave him. Thank you that we can honour Jesus with the way that we do business with others. encourage a small business owner today. Maybe you know one who you can send a message or pass this podcast on to. If you encounter a small business owner today, take the opportunity to thank them for their good work, for the way that they serve others. If you are involved in a small business as an owner or employee, then think about Jesus and the way he served others and learn from his example. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May he guide you through this day. May you know that he is near. And may you know God's peace. And remember, Psalm 15 says, Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent, who may live on your holy mountain, the one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart.